Gunnestee, how are ye? Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast and another episode, this time told by Oisín Ryan, the story of Finnever and the Fair Eyebrows, if you want to give her her full title. This podcast is supported by Patreon supporters who've gone over to patreon.com forward slash Candlelit Tales. If you'd like to do the same, we'd be very grateful. You can also just listen to this story. Hey, Oisín, go on there. Tell us a story, will you? Ah, yeah. They always knew this day was coming. I was well prepared for it. Sure wasn't I the special one. Wasn't I different? My life was for different things. And I believed her. Why wouldn't I? She'd tell me every night. And as I watched my brothers out training with weapons and playing with sport. Comrades and friends. I wanted to join them, but I was special. I had to be kept inside, safe and preserved. I had to be pure because I had to learn different skills because a different life for me because I was special. And when she renamed them all Monya because of a word in her ear of a druid, sure I knew I was special then. I kept my name. Finnever, the name she gave me. Oh, the mighty Queen Maeve of Connacht. She was kind to me then. She told me, don't tell them you're special. They'll only be jealous. They'll resent you for it. They're not like you. You can't trust them. You're better than they are because you're special. She was a great warrior herself, but that wasn't how dangerous she was. I used to watch her, charming everybody that came near her dividing them, separating them, telling each a version of the story and ensuring that they would not speak amongst themselves, yet her version be discovered. I watched, I listened, I learned. When the three great champions of Ulster came down 
she didn't bat an eyelid. She merely welcomed them in, tested them with some of her magic out from the cave. And as I got older, I was special still. When Freak came, though, ah, what a beautiful warrior. Son of Boan, goddess of the two Adidanet. The stories I'd heard of his deeds from afar were enough that I knew he was the one for me. And the tributes he brought with him, those gifts from his aunt, fifty intricately worked mantles and tunics with animal details, fifty jeweled spears that lit the night like the sun, fifty dark horses with gold bells, fifty swords with golden hilts, seven hounds and silver chains, seven trumpeteers, three gestures and three harpists. I felt very special indeed. Ah, but it was not enough. Sixty horses with gold bits, twelve white cattle with red ears, with twelve calves, and his support in the cattle raid of Coolie was what Maeve thought was special enough. And then they tried to kill him. Ah, uh, they said it was a test. They said it was an ingest. Oh, when he killed the dragon, I was nearly dead. And the women of the she came from under hill and took him off. And the next morning he was back healthy, as if nothing had happened. Ah, well then, they said, just fight Kukulan, and all will be well. And when Kukulan drowned him, those women of the Shi, all dressed in green, came out and brought him back again one last time on their hill. Ah, Maeve. She tried to comfort me. She introduced me to an even greater warrior, Ferdia MacDamon. He was no freak, but he was alive and he was magnificent. Oh, but the bride price, the bride price yet again was fight Kukulin. And yet again, that bright price was too dear, and he fell. He was willing to kill his best friend for me, because I was special. And when Maeve introduced me to Rocky, oh, I knew I was special then. He was an Ulsterman, the enemy. She told me, don't waste any time. Take him to your chambers and make him feel welcome. 
Oh, and I did. I did. Perhaps a little bit too welcomed. You see, when the other seven kings of Munster heard how welcomed he'd been, they went to my father all ill and started to complain. And a battle ensued. See, 700 men died that day because of how special I was. I was a special weapon. I was trained, groomed, preened and prepared. I was held up and showed like a trophy. This was her intentions all along. And I knew then the only way to defeat her was to take that power away from her. And I knew then as I could feel a battle rage starting to come up from the ground all up through my legs and into my chest and I could feel the sparks of rage crackling at my fingertips and burning out my eyes as I walked to that cave as closer I got to Ainagat, I could feel her power drawn from her into me. And as I walked down into the darkness, I could hear the cry of battle rage all around me. I could feel that beating heart and the beating of the black wings as I slipped down into the other world. This podcast was produced and edited by Oshin Ryan. You can find out more about us on our website, candlelittales.ie. And we're on all the social media, so like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Candlelit Tales, or send us a message to get onto our mailing list. For more videos and live streams, like and subscribe to our Candlelit Tales YouTube channel, which now has a Candlelit Tales for Kids playlist, hashtag Candlelit Tales. Liking and subscribing to our channels really helps us grow and get to more people. And if you're able to give us more direct support, you can chip in a few bob at patreon.com forward slash candlelittales or make a one-time donation through the PayPal button on our website. We also do really like to hear back from you with any questions, requests or comments. Leave them in the section below. If you want to find out about our courses, anything like that, just drop us a line. And we especially appreciate you listening.